0: welcome to another episode of podcast akila on today's episode i will be discussing the 2004 horror film saw or as i like to call it the most greatest horror film ever created because the twist is just so freaking unbelievable i believe everyone on the planet should watch this at least once it was created by Lee Wendell and James Wan. Let's kill it. So, when I watched this movie, I watched it with my mom. Well, I tried to make her watch it. I watched it before, but I tried to make my mom watch it for her first time, for her first time and she's she never saw the movie before. And, um... Yeah, she reacted. She didn't... She couldn't do it, okay? Um, It's a little bit too bloody for her. She, She couldn't do it. Even though they only showed the blood that was on the floor. There was no other, like, gore thing going on there. It was just that. But, uh... Anyway. The first five minutes, you are thrown into a bad situation with Adam and Dr. Gordon. And... You, you you realize they're in a dark room you're trying to figure out what exactly is happening because one how did they get there two completely two complete strangers are just caught up in this bullshit like yeah, you minding your business and you get kidnapped and thrown into a dark room and I'm pretty sure uh, uh, you know the only thing that comes across each character's mind is what the hell is happening and how am I going to get out of this? That that's everyone's thought, right? That was my thought. Once I started watching the film and you know, what was actually going on. And, um, as Dr. Gordon turns on the light, you know, the, the awesome pan of the ceiling comes, you see all the lights come on in the, in the room in the disgusting bathroom just for it to be like revealed that it is the most grotesque disgusting smelly just overall unpleasant bathroom that's a terrible place to wake up in it truly is not only that i feel like once you've been in that room you kind of need a technic shot okay and I'm still kind of like tripped out about it because there was not one roach in sight of this damn movie at all. That bathroom was so dirty. There should have been at least a couple of roaches, maybe some maggots, rats even. We didn't even get that. It's it's so weird, right? Whatever. I guess he, he kept it clean enough to where... That doesn't come in contact with people. Fun fact, though. It took them 14 days to shoot this movie. As impressive as that is. Not only that, but it's it's like... They got a lot done. But they also had a lot, a lot of things uh, taken out of the movie. Um, James Wan wanted some shots... That, you know, he couldn't do. Well, he he, he could have done them, but they, they didn't have enough time. So, the, he was really angry a lot. And, uh, yeah, he was really sad. But the movie came out great. It did. It came out very great. Not only that, but um, they got some heavy hitters, man. And what I mean by heavy hitters, they had Denny Glover, Carrie Lewis... Tobin Bell. Like, seriously. Danny Glover has been in so many f- movies that I've watched as a child with my mother. Like, I'm pretty sure he's a household name. He's just a legend. And they got, like, you have to remember this movie was made when Lee and James were college students. They got so lucky. Oh my goodness. They got so lucky. And somebody took a chance on them, which was so amazing. Like, who does that? So, the movie continues, right? And they wake up in this disgusting bathroom. And, you know, Adam and uh, Gordon, they're just kind of talking to one another. Bantering back and forth, trying to figure out what exactly is happening. And Adam, you know, he's a shit talker. And he's just, you know, talking about how he hasn't had that much fun without lubricant in a while and talking trash because he realized that there's a camera behind the mirror, right? Because Adam got angry and started throwing shit around. And, I mean, it's it's a good thing, but if if, if it was any other movie, I'm pretty sure Adam probably would have triggered something and probably would have killed himself because anytime you react badly in a situation in a saw trap you die like everyone knows if you wake up and you have no idea where you are and you realize you are in a saw trap do not move you don't move you try to move around frantically you are going to trigger something it always happens but i understand it is a stressful environment and situation and you don't really think clearly So as the movie goes on, right, um, you find out that the characters are kind of, they kind of each have a secret and you kind of want to get down to the bottom of it, right? But it's not like huge secrets. These are things that everyone in their life has done at, at some point or maybe, you know, just random small situations. Adam was following Dr. Gordon. He was paid to follow Dr. Gordon and take pictures of him because uh, Danny Glover's character, uh, Detective Tapp, thought that Dr. Gordon was Jigsaw. And he, he wasn't, of course. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in the damn trap. But Dr. Gordon was put there because he was unfaithful to his wife. Like like he says in the movie, like he had all his ducks in a row, man. He did everything by the book. He didn't know where he went wrong. How did he get there? And what's also interesting is that they didn't start off with a video, right? Norm- all the rest of the uh, movies, they start off with like a video or a tape. These guys, they just started off in a dark room. And a tape, right? But they didn't have a video to, you know, with Billy telling them what to do. Amanda got a video, but those two idiots didn't. And I think that's, if if they had a video, it probably would have been more, um, they probably would have acted accordingly if they did. And I felt like they should have had a video. I love all the twists and turns in the movie. Especially with Adam finding not finding but adam uh, winds up getting dr gordon's wallet because he wants to show him his family his daughter right and adam pulls up the photo and it shows that his wife and his daughter has been kidnapped right and he knows that gordon's gonna lose his shit and not think straight if he shows him this photo, so he pockets it, right? He, he lies to him, tells him that it's not in there. I feel like that was a smart thing, but also like the very wrong thing because as soon as he realizes that it's, that his wife and his daughter has has been kidnapped, he kind of just goes head forward into a wall and literally does what needs to be done. And I feel like if he would have showed him the picture to begin with. They probably would have had enough time to get out of there. And beat the game. Because they only had what six hours. I think they had a total of six hours to get out the room. And they failed because they waited so damn long. And they couldn't figure out the puzzle. Um, Also... I personally, I love gore in movies. So I was really happy to see the body laying on the floor in that huge beautiful puddle of, of blood. And it wasn't just uh you know a pinkish fake cartoonish type of blood, you know how they would do like back in the 80s where it looks like it's made out of water the whole time. It, it yeah I I don't I hate when blood looks like that in movies. I feel like if you're going to have blood, you might as well make the right recipe and make sure it looks dark enough for an open wound. And they did that and I loved it. Um my mother however, she just had to get up and leave. She she lasted 10 minutes. 10 minutes in total. She had to walk out once she saw Amanda in the reverse bear trap. She couldn't do it. <laughs> and um this movie has a lot of one liners. It does. Especially Adam. Adam is a smart ass, that's why. And what does he say? He he told uh Dr. Gordon, like, I don't care if you covered yourself in peanut butter and have a fifty hooker game bang. <laughs> and I felt like, oh, okay, oh, that's hilarious. Like, who who says that? You're in a stressful situation and you're already geeking out on <laughs> whatever bullshit that's in front of you. But I love Adam's character. But again, I, I just got to say, man, hands off to Lee Wendell because his performance as Adam was incredible. Okay? I mean, he was perfect when it came to timing for his, uh, comedic response, but you can also see the stress on his face. You know what I mean? And especially that ending, there's one thing that I really love about Saul, Saul's films is that everyone, every actor that they choose, they truly look like they are in fear and in pain. We, we don't really have those anymore. Strangely enough, not saying that actors today don't do that. They do, but it's not as convincing. I feel like a lot of horror movies, they just kind of like flat line when it comes to acting because they feel like you can get away with bad acting in horror movies because nobody actually cares. That is untrue. I care. Um, Lee Wendell did his damn thing. The ending, that blood curling scream he lets out reaching towards the door because he truly realized he was going to die. The look on his face, his eyes are big. He's he's screaming his jaws all the way down to the fucking ground. And his hand is shaking as he's trying to reach out for freedom and he can't get to it. That is the most heartbreaking thing. And it's even more heartbreaking as the credits roll. Because all you hear is Adam's scream. I love it. It's perfect. That that ending will give me chills every time I watch it. It does not matter. Because he did his thing. It was perfect. Not only that, it was also great for uh dr gordon to lose his mind at the end of that movie because carrie lewis is a beast okay he especially when it comes to dialogue he can carry any damn thing and he can make it sound sexy for you at one point he can make it sound creepy he can also make it sound menacing he he's so freaking good seriously i feel like they could have used uh dr gordon a little more Because I would have loved to see uh, Carrie on screen in Saw. Just to see how that balance would go. And how that uh, relationship was between uh, Dr. Gordon and John Kramer. But, uh, you know, um, maybe we'll find some way around it in the future movies. Hopefully, they'll talk about it. And... um, but Dr. Gordon, losing his mind and cutting off his own foot, that was insane. that was insane. and he was like, "Fuck this shit!" and just started song seriously though that i'm I'm pretty sure it it tries to embody the um the fight or flight mode within every human being because every human has the fight or flight mode. A lot of the times, people kind of choose to be a deer in the headlights, and they don't know what to do. Like, they're stuck. That is terrifying. So, I do understand um, why Jigsaw would use these methods to try to change people's lives, but at the same time, like, (laughs) this is going a little bit too far, okay? (laughs) Okay. And I'm probably going all over the place. Even though technically I have a script on my phone right here in front of me. I'm going down the list. It's just, it's all over the place. I'll get better with this. Y'all know I'm a beginner. Now, I will discuss the great, brilliant mind of Tobin Bell. Because, listen here. Everyone, till this day... Doesn't matter who watches the movie. Here's the thing with 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 old horror films, the new the you know the younger generation they can sit down and watch and they can figure out some things because you know the audience is smarter now than we were you know a couple decades ago. You can you can watch an old you know horror horror movie and you can kind of figure out who the killer is or what's going to happen next because there's always those cliche hints that, you know, that can help you along the way throughout the movie so you can, you know, keep up with it. But with Saw, it doesn't matter who I show this movie to. No one ever, ever sees that ending coming. Never. No one sees the ending coming. And everyone is always confused, but they're also very intrigued tobin bell no one expected that body that man to get up off the floor covered in blood and to peel all the aesthetics off seriously like oh that's so creepy and tobin bell laid there for 14 days guys that was not a dummy the man literally laid there every day for 14 days. He said that once he got up, he wanted to make sure that the movements were genuine. Because, you know, he, he took a... Uh, I forgot what it was. It was like it was some type of uh, something in a, in a shot, right? In a syringe that, you know, he shot himself with. And it slows your heart rate. So he took that. So once he got up, he said he wanted his movements to be real enough to where, you know, because he was laying there for six hours, over six hours at least, just from the wake up. So he would have to, like, get up real slow. And it worked great because it looked like he was physically stretching out his back and his arms. He got up slowly and he turned to Adam and said, uh, the, the key to, to that chain is, has went down a drain or something like that. And you realize that in the beginning of the movie, the little light you see floating over his face was the key. And that's exactly what fell down the damn drain. Adam was doomed from the beginning because the key was placed on his chest, and he went underwater, and it floated down to the bottom of the tub. Oh my goodness. Like, oh goodness. And there was like, I, I was trying to still, I'm still trying to figure it out. Was there really no way he could like, you know, reach down the drain? And oh no, he couldn't. Like, you, you really can't get the key? He could have took the broken, like, saw thing and put it down the drain, right? I guess not. Alright, those are the things I really loved about the film, though. And I love the soundtrack. Oh, I love the soundtrack to horror movies. It's so beautiful. Um, What I didn't like about the film, though, I hate how unsanitary the bathroom was. Uh, it was just disgusting. It was like my worst nightmare. Um, and the second thing would have to be, I wish we got to see more knife wielding Jigsaw. Cause you know, he had that blade under, under his arm. Like, like he was in like an Assassin's Creed or whatever. But I feel like we should have got more of him as Jigsaw with the blade. And I felt like that would have been like an even more iconic character. You know what I mean? Not saying that John Kramer Jigsaw isn't an iconic character. He is. I just felt like we could have had a lot more if he was just fucking people up by hand. That's just me. And uh, my favorite musical moments would be Hello Zep of course that's everyone's musical moments it gets you hyped but also the i don't know if you want to call it sound because it's not really a track that plays during the the reverse bear trap but it sounds like a fright train but i mean there's still a lot of weird noises being played in that scene and i really love it but sadly that's not on the soundtrack at all um if you try downloading or streaming it, you're not going to find that small little track at all. It's it's unreleased. <laughs> I, I, I've been looking it up for two years. <laughs> now, the chase scene. I got to talk about this because that was pretty brilliant. They didn't have any roads to actually film this on. It was just... It was just two characters and... A building they they turned off the the lights or whatever and they put them in, in a car and they made it look like they were driving by moving the camera around like really fast so that's what they were doing they that that's it they weren't on a road or anything but it's a pretty clever way to film a chase scene and I think it was pretty smart it's just just smoking and mirrors and I think that's the best way to go you got to make do with what, what you don't have you know what I mean but, uh, I do understand that a lot of people worked on that, on that film and James and Lee were just college kids and they got their loan of, oh, what was it? I think, was it 1 million? I think, I think it was 1 million. I don't know. They got some money from New Zealand cause that's where they're from. New Zealand got it from the government to do a movie and they wrote the script, <clears throat> Right. Well, Lee, Lee wound up writing the script, James too, but, uh, Lee had like this terrible headache and Lee said, well, you know, he was going to go to the the doctor and check it out. That's how he got, um, that's what he got the idea from Saw for Saw because he had migraines that were just so painful that uh, he started thinking like, Hey, um, you know, if someone told you you're going to die like how would you change your life and it went on from there like how drastic is that right james created billy the puppet and lee just really thinks it's a creepy freaking doll because it is a creepy doll especially for a child but no one seems to like talk about that billy the puppet is extremely creepy okay very creepy but he's still very cool, and I love Billy. And uh, one of the survivors, there's only one person that survives a trap in Saw. Um, it's Amanda, and she survives the reverse bear trap. She had to get out the trap by, get, by digging out the key out of the body of another human being. She had to cut another person open and dig through their guts to get the key i'm still trying to figure out how did how did john do that because he he i'm not gonna try to ruin it because i'm gonna talk about the other movies on another episode i'll talk about that part later I'm not going to try to spoil it for anybody else. I'll try to take as many spoilers out of this as as I can. So if it sounds like I'm all over the place, it's probably because I edit it that way. Because I let some things fall out my mouth that I shouldn't have. And I don't want to ruin the actual Saw movie for anyone or any newcomers. Okay? It was pretty smart of them to fly to Canada. And then from Canada, they went to... Uh, LA, I think. And they were going to meet with, um, I think it was Twisted Pictures. And before they left, uh, Lee had a good idea to um, make a short film of Saw to, you know, give a great idea of what Saw is actually supposed to be. And it was the reverse bear trap scene. And they filmed that. They brought the they brought the script and the short film with them. They they gave it to them, Gave it to uh, Twisted Pictures, and they loved it. Right? They loved it so much that they didn't have any preparation to actually plan out where they wanted to shoot the movie. Um, they got lucky and found an abandoned building. That wasn't really abandoned, but they had like different places for them to set up shop and have different sets and stuff, and they were renting it out to use it. That entire movie was made in that one building. They didn't have to go to any other location. That one building provided everything. They were so lucky. and it was a, it was, it's, a it's a big hit on the first try with some big heavy hitters for your actors that's incredible man i've i've never heard of something like that ever but i'm so happy that someone took a chance from them because the most greatest icon and character came from the both of them and it it has taken a whole life of its own now but i'm so grateful that they actually made the character because it does make a lot of people think like dude You don't have to be a crappy human being. You don't. And then if you do, Jigsaw is going to get you. And then you got to figure out, well, do I have the will to live? And if you don't have the will to live, well, then you're just dead. But Amanda is a very uh, powerful character. And I'll leave it at that. She's a very strong, powerful character. Hopefully we'll talk more about her in Saw 2. Um, I'm definitely going to be making an episode about Saw 2 and we're going to have more Amanda talk. So with that being said, thank you for listening. I will talk to you next time on a new episode of podcast, Akila. Horror is an art form just like all the others in the film industry. Horror deserves better and so do you. This is Akila signing off and remember always kill everything like a hitman never miss